You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out the podcast and YouTube channel on Conroe Culture. Don't forget, we're live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday at noon. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Want more information? Visit the show page on IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture for past shows and learn how to sponsor the show. today monday june 26 2017 we are live at lone star community radio in downtown conroe with conroe culture i'm your host margie taylor of taylorized pr and we are of course live every monday at noon and uh, we hope to give you some information about things that are going on in downtown conroe throughout montgomery county and today especially we're going to talk with the geeks of course and i'll get back to that but about things that are happening uh fourth of july because that's our next holiday coming forward so uh of course you can listen on 104.5 106.1 and on our city tv on sudden link on channel 12. today i have some wonderful guests on the show i have uh candace rodarte uh she's a gratitude geek and she will tell you about her internet marketing business. And then I have Russ Bell of the Best Geeks Technology and Computer Repair Service. And he's going to give us some information about you just think everything is private and it is not. But more about that in a few minutes. So how's your summer going? I think we're about halfway into the summer. I think 4th of July kind of makes the halfway point. But uh, this next big weekend coming forward is the 4th of July weekend. And irregardless that the 4th of July is on Tuesday, people tend to start taking off, I think, Thursday, Friday. So it's a big extended weekend. But there's a lot of things going on. So Bridgewood Farms, the oldest nonprofit in Montgomery County, it is celebrating 50 years this year. They are having their 14th annual Burn Your Buns bike ride on the 4th of July, and online registration is ongoing at bridgewoodfarms.org. And you can still sign up, of course, online, but you can do late registration beginning at 6 a.m. on the morning of the 4th. And the ride starts at 7.30 in the morning at Bridgewood Farms and ends at Bridgewood Farms. And that is located on Rose Road in Conroe-Willis area. Uh, the bike ride is 21, 32, and 64 miles. Now, I rode through this last week, and it's not so bad. It's a, a leisurely bike ride of 21 miles or so. Um, in non-congested areas, and you do go through Willis, and then you go through Shepherd Hill Road up through um, the back end of Willis. And uh, there are some rest drops and, and, you know, water and anything you need. But then when the bikers, I say bikers fondly, it's not motorcycle, it's cycling. When they get back and they return, there's going to be a picnic lunch of watermelon and hot dogs and a lot of fun stuff. So if anybody's looking for a fun way to start off their holiday, they can still use some volunteers to help prepare the hot dogs, cut up the fruit, the watermelon, the bananas, the oranges, all of that. 
and uh, then continue on with their day. So other things that are going on, of course, the Woodlands will have their annual parade starting at 9 a.m., and they have 150 entries. Now, of course, they all line up at the Woodlands Methodist Church and wind through uh, the area there through Market Street, and there's a whole lot of people who watch the parade in Market Street, and that's 1.3 miles. All of the uh, Woodlands 13 community pools will be open free of charge to the public from 10 to 6 on the 4th of July with special refreshments and activities. And Roman Forest will host the only fireworks display in East Montgomery County that night, starting with a parade at 10 a.m. And they also have a festival starting at 2 p.m. and goes on through dusk when the fireworks start. They have crafters, food vendors, dunking booths, snow cones, barbecue, hot dogs, I mean, there's so much going on in Montgomery County. You can There's a lot of festivals and parades and, of course, fireworks. That's the highlight. Uh, vendor booths are still available at Roman Forest, at Roman Forest for $45, uh, $45. Now, if you want to find out more about how to get involved with that, uh, please send me a note, a private message on Conroe Culture Facebook page, and I will answer you. So fireworks are going to be over Lake Conroe through the Conroe Chamber at dusk. And you can find out more information about sponsorships or how to get involved in uh, watching the fireworks from where the Conroe Chamber is on Conroe.org. Also in the Woodlands is their annual Red, Hot, and Blue Festival. And that starts at 6 p.m. at Town Green Park with hot dogs. They also have a hot dog eating contest. So live music, face painting, and so much more. They have fireworks that are viewable at Town Green Park, Waterway Square, Green Creekside Village, and Lake Woodlands Drive. So those are some uh, things that you can look for as far as the fireworks go and everything going on. Now, another fun thing that was just given to me by one of the geeks is that you can take your kids to the grand theater and they have different showings every week but this coming week they have uh tuesday and wednesday at 10 a.m to see the iron giant i don't know who the iron giant is but for four bucks does it matter i mean take your kids and they can watch they can watch the show then they get popcorn and a drink so what a deal I mean, you can take all the neighborhood kids, for that matter. It's a great, <laughs> if you've got seven kids, it's not. A, it's with seven kids, it'd be still affordable. If you had seven yeah. kids, correct. Eight, eight times four is twenty-four dollars. That is affordable. They're not going to sit in my Mini Cooper. Is all I got. <laughs> not with seatbelts. Um, and then also keep in mind the farmers market. The first Thursday farmers market is always the first Thursday, and we always have it at Founders Plaza over by the Owen Theater at the corner of Main and Metcalf. But we are moving it July, August, and September. It will be at Heritage Park at the same place the free concert is, which is just two blocks down. Same time from 4 to 8 p.m. And that way you can listen to live music, buy your produce, shop some of the different items they have. And what a deal. One place, one shop stop, you know. So, again, Farmer's Market is July 6th, and that will be on our uh, Experience Downtown Conroe Facebook page, the Isaac Conroe Farmer's Market Facebook page, and Conroe Culture. So, don't say you weren't informed, just saying. Okay, so tonight, Monday, Monday Madness with Caleb of the Homegrown Tomatoes. 
He will be um, hosting the open mic at the Corner Pub. Fred McIntosh with Charles Peters will be at the Red Brick Tavern down the street here on Simonton at 7.30 p.m. So you can listen to blues, alternative rock, country rock. And here's the other thing. It's free. Both of these venues are free to go and listen to this great music. Tomorrow, June uh, June 27th, you can hear Jeremy Bankhead. He will be hosting the open mic at the Corner Pub, as he does every Tuesday. Thursday, you can hear Buck Yeager at the Red Brick Tavern beginning at 8 p.m. in open mic with Adam McFarlane and Josh Pitt at the Corner Pub. Again, free, free music. So come hang out later in the evening and listen to music at one of our two great music venues. And you know, we're going to have a third music venue coming up mid-July. That is going to be the Pacific Yard House, fondly known as the Conroe Sparkle, has been uh, re-owned. And they are going to be a restaurant and another band venue. So there's going to be three venues to listen to live music. Friday night, you can hear Zach Walther at the pub beginning at 9 and Eddie Sayez at the Red Brick Tavern. And the monthly art experience at Conroe Coffee, which is right next door to me, is going to have their um, artwork from Anna. She's a single mom who pushed through as a talented self-taught artist. So go by and see her exhibit from 6 to 9, then just bar hop or whatever they call that. Cup, what is that called? Bar crawling? Pub crawl. Pub crawl. Okay, sorry. You could pub crawl to the corner pub or the red brick. I guess How do I, I know that. See, I don't know that. There's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go to these venues after you go to Conroe Coffee and, and see the artwork. Saturday night, you can see JJ and the Stone Ponies at the red brick, and uh, they will be playing rockabilly. So there's no lack of fine music in downtown Conroe. Now, the Conroe Parks and Recreation has a lot of upcoming, ongoing events. And you could go to their website to find out more details. But I can tell you they have the Teen Acting Camp starting July 6th through the 20th. That's next week. And this is a really neat workshop because not only will they um, have the kids, the youth involved in doing drama, but they will also produce The Sound of Music. They will learn costuming and set design, choreography. So it gives them, you know, some more skills to work with. And it isn't just the drama. There's other components that are valuable when you put on a production. And, of course, we have two great places, the Own Theater and the Crichton, that puts on a lot of productions. So that is July 6th through 20th. And you can learn to watercolor at the Conroe Art League, another downtown venue at the, at the Maidley Gallery right next to the Red Brick Tavern. Classes are ongoing, and you can go to their ConroeArtLeague.org to find out when those classes are. Now, speaking of performances, we have two new performances coming up at the Crichton and the Owens starting July 7th. We have the premiere of Mary Poppins at the Crichton, and at the Owen will be 9 to 5, the musical. So, again, more happening in downtown Conroe. Pioneer Camp for Kids, 8 to 11 years of age, will be at Heritage Museum, and that is July 10th through 14th. So after you go to the movies at the Grand Theater for your four bucks, go to Pioneer Camp and they will learn about butter churning, candle dipping, log sawing, beekeeping, and more. Although those things sound pretty interesting to me. 
And it is one place where they can do it and get real experiences. So you can go by Candy Cane Park in Conroe and find out about that at the museum itself. So, um, also just given to me, Conroe Parks will have a pickleball tournament. I don't really know what pickleball is, but it's supposedly an up-and-coming sporting event. And that is $20 a team. They will also host volleyball tryout skills and drills for girls 6th through 8th grade. And you must sign up by July 8th for that. And you can also learn to swim. Did you know that? I did. (laughs) You can learn to swim through the city of Conroe Parks and Rec. That's all the information I have. And we are going to take a little break and be back with Candice Rodarte, one of the fabulous geeks. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture. Don't forget, Conroe Culture is live online at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 every Monday at 12 p.m. Be a guest, be a sponsor. Just contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. And, excuse me, and we are back at Conroe Culture. I am your host, Margie Taylor. So we're going to get right into our guests. My first guest is Candice Rodarte, and I'm going to let her tell you about what she does that's so geeky. Candace, wow, that, I wasn't expecting you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about pickleball first? Well, no, we can talk about yeah, pickleball's easier because it's right here on my phone. I yeah, had, yeah. I tell had me to, about pickleball because I, I had no idea what it was. I was curious because I didn't know what pickleball was either. So I looked it up on the internet, and it is a combination of tennis, badminton, and ping pong. It's played indoors or outdoors on a badminton-sized court with a slightly modified tennis net. And you, uh, it's played with a paddle and a plastic ball with holes, so kind of like a wiffle ball. Okay. Um, and you can play it as doubles or singles. So it's like miniature t- tennis. I think we need to give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like fun to me. I think that's something and, that needs to be a, done in the street. Uh, a smaller court means there's not so much running around. Oh, and okay. With, and a wiffle ball, a, a ball with holes, means that you don't have to hit it as hard either. So I still don't think I'm going to be hitting the head fun. with it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so uh, how long have you been in business doing what you do? So my husband and I started an internet business in 1998. And uh, if you remember in 1998, the only one to get online was dial-up. Yes. Yes. So what we sold was custom furniture. So we sold high-end custom furniture in 1998 through a website. How'd it go? It was fantastic. By by, uh, 2004, we had retail stores in uh, 25 states. And we were selling furniture all over the country. So it was fantastic. And then 2008 hit and we had to modify the way we did business. Um, And 
we only sold on the internet and through these retail stores, but the retail mm-hmm. stores found us on the internet. Neat. So um, I had to learn about search engine optimization when, when that phrase didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to learn how to market to uh, my target client, which meant I needed to identify who my target client was. Um, so 2008 hit and we decided that we could no longer sell wholesale because it wasn't, wasn't paying the bills. So we, um, we did something remarkable. We tripled our prices and we sold exclusively retail, no more wholesale after tripling our prices and our business survived beautifully. Smart um, business yes, people. Yes. Our business survived beautifully. And we did business with movie stars, uh, country and Western Grammy, Grammy winning artists, uh, Oscar winning artists. So we, we've done very well internet marketing, but what I learned through all this, through this 19 years of internet marketing is that the internet is not the end all means to sales. That belly to belly is still the way that you need to Absolutely. sell. Absolutely. So um, something that I, I implemented about five years ago was sending thank you cards and gifts. And uh, it did so well for our business that I started sharing that concept with other people. Now, lucky us, uh, my husband decided that he didn't want to make furniture anymore. So about a week ago, we closed up shop. So our, our, our custom furniture business is no longer open for business. And it's a kind of a liberating feeling knowing sure that after, after almost 20 years, we wow. did something so fantastic. Um, and speaking of Conroe, Conroe Coffee, my husband just took down his display. He's also an artist in addition to a I see the nature. nails on the wall. And he, he just <laughs> took down his art. So the next artist coming in is going to replace what he, he was in, in Conroe Coffee for the last month. That's so great. He's a very talented artist as well. Yes, he is. I've seen his work. So um, what is he going to be working on now since you sold the business? He's going to do art. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's going to do great. It. Yeah, great. And then you can help market him through all of the information you've acquired. Exactly, exactly. But I'm more, I, I'm, I, I don't believe that internet marketing is the way to go um, like it used to be. People used to, I think there's a bubble coming in that it's the folks that do the belly to belly marketing that are going to stay in Talk business. Talk to me about that. So um, with internet marketing, it's, it's not personal. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there who still want to be internet superstars who want to Uh, be famous on the internet and that's great for them but the average person isn't going to become famous on the internet the average person is going to become famous in their community doing what you do giving service to others and you are the perfect example of what I preach thank you you're welcome but you are you're the perfect (laughs) example of what I preach you give service to others through your radio show and through all the community activity that you do through all the promotion that you offer and in return people recognize who you are and they give you referrals for the work that you do for your paid gigs right True. So I, I know I've given you referrals for your paid gig. So um, I think I have. I know I have. So, so, We're friends, so I'm sure. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, that belly, but that belly to belly, belly thing, if you had just been on the Internet, I probably never would have known who you were. But because you're out there in the public making a, you know, making a presence for yourself, making yourself known, people know who you are and they know that you do your PR work. And it's about trust. Exactly. You too. don't develop that trust unless you have a relationship. Exactly. Exactly. So. When you go to a networking thing, let's say, let, let's just say you went to, I don't know, which ones are you involved in? Well, I'm, I'm the co-founder of Connecting Conroe Business Women, which, That's means, right. which means once a month. And then I, I occasionally attend uh, Montgomery County Pros. Right. So those are my two groups. So if you were to go there and there was somebody new there, do you think it's beneficial for someone to just hand you a card and you're going to do business with them? Oh, no, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, I don't even carry business cards in my purse most of the time. Because I would rather 
create a, a relationship with somebody than hand them a card. I think it's so tacky to just walk up to somebody and hand them your card. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, when you go to some of these things and they just pass out cards, I always, honestly, I just throw them out mm -hmm. because I don't know this person and I'm not going to do business with this mm -hmm. person unless we've had a conversation. Now, if we've legitimately had a conversation and I want to follow up with you, I will ask for your card. Exactly. And that's usually when I give cards out is when somebody asks for it. If somebody has to earn your card or you exactly. have to earn the right to give your card to them. I like that. That's very good. So I also have another uh, thing that I agree with you. It's about storytelling because exactly. I, I see myself as a storyteller. And that's tell me about that. So I just gave a workshop last last Thursday on crafting the perfect uh, 30, 60 second commercial for your business. And throughout the workshop, I kept repeating stories. And about halfway through, I said, how many stories have I told you so far? And it was like six or seven into the workshop. And, and, and the point was, the, are you ever going to remember the things that I'm telling you, the, the things that I'm trying to teach you? No, but you're going to remember the stories that I'm telling you. And those stories have taught you the lesson. So you're not going to remember my bullet points, but you're going to remember my stories. So when you're, when you're out there sharing about your business, you don't want to say, well, I teach people how to share gratitude with their clients. I teach people how to internet market, which I, I don't offer that service, but I, 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 um, I make custom furniture. Those don't help, but the stories help. I can say, well, you know, there's a, a world-renowned actress who has ordered from my husband four times, and she loves his work. That's a story, and it's true. It's a story. So um, you're going to remember that. Wow, they make, you know, her husband makes furniture for movie stars. So you, but you're not going to remember that I just make custom furniture if I tell you I make true. custom furniture. Well, it's also about emotions. Exactly. So... When you tell a story, you're hoping to evoke an emotion from exactly. someone. And emotions sell because they remember. They remember that they were excited. They remember that they you made them sad because you told them something sad about yourself, let's say. And they'll remember that. Or how you made them feel. It's how that you made them feel, basically. Exactly. Right? That's what uh, that, <laughs> um, Mary Kay Ash, that's what she said. People want want to uh, see a... Um, you, people want you to see a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. It was some, some phrase like that. But people want to, be, want to feel important and they want to feel the emotion. And if they have a relationship with you, they're more likely to do business with you. Exactly. Because they trust you. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> well, because I see you do it in, a, in your everyday life. It's all about being yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really what it is and having true relationships with people because they identify with that. And I, you know, like this isn't about me, so I, I don't want to talk, no, but I'm just it saying, is, it is, but you know, it's a conversation about something uh, we agree with. You know, when people ask what I do, I say, I, I tell your story. That's basically what I do. I listen to what you're saying and I tell the public your story. And so what I do is I teach people how to tell their own story. But that doesn't mean that they aren't going to need you. No, it's all good. Yeah. So tell me what else you do. Okay. So, I, I know that you do a lot of things. So about six months ago, I, um, I started a mastermind group for my, for my networking group, Connecting Conroe Business Women. And uh, the ladies in the group kept telling me, you need to be a business coach. You need to be a business coach. You need to be a business coach. So I went and got my business coaching certification. And then as soon as I got my certification, the ladies started hiring me. So oh, I just fell into awesome. business coaching, but it was something that I was doing anyway, because I have the experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of women want to do what I do. A lot of what women want do? to build an internet business. 
And um, I try to tell them that I didn't build an internet business. I built a business on, based on relationships. Now I talked on the phone and, and that was the thing up until, you know, just recently they would find us on the internet and then I would, they would call me and it was the conversation on the telephone that closed the deal. And so people who just want to sell on the internet and they never want to talk to anybody don't understand that the personal is still important, even if you're Absolutely. selling on the internet. So that's what I, I'm trying to teach to people is, is yes, you can have an internet business, but you need to do that belly to belly, which can be phone to phone. Right. I agree. So what is this lessons you learned from a Nazi soldier? Oh, oh man. Okay. So everybody has people in their lives that make a huge impact. And when I was 19 years old, I drove a cute little Volkswagen Rabbit convertible. It was adorable, um, but it was 10 years old. And I moved to, I lived in California and I moved to the San Francisco Bay Area. And I quickly learned that at 19 years old, auto mechanics like to take advantage of 19 year old girls, Mm -hmm. especially ones that drive cute little convertibles. And um, that's not to say that all auto mechanics do, but in my case, it happened one too many times. and, And it was really stressful because at 19 years old, you know, even though I was out there on my own, it was still... Mm-hmm. You know, I still need my mommy and daddy every I, once in a while. I understand that. So um, we had we had a mechanic in the little town of Castroville, California, where I grew up. It's a it's a, a town known for their artichokes. It's the artichoke capital of the world. My sister actually ran for artichoke queen one year, and Marilyn Monroe was the very first artichoke queen. So uh, it has a long tradition, and um, it's a beautiful place, very very beautiful place. Um, so anyway, our mechanic was Hans, and so. Whenever I needed work done on my car, I would just go home and have Hans work on it. It was a 90-minute drive, and sometimes I'd have to borrow my mom's car to get back to work in San Francisco. But um, So Hans rarely ever talked about it, and actually I think he only mentioned it once. But he had been a Nazi soldier, and um, he, was, he was just a remarkable man. He might have been in his late 60s, early 70s when I knew him, and he always went out of his way to help people. So the first lesson that I learned was just to be nice and to help um, actually be nice. He always, always, always took time to talk to me. I was a 19 year old kid and he always took time to have a conversation with me and to find so out how kindness. my life was going. It's all yes. about kindness. All about kindness. It doesn't cost anybody a thing nope. to smile and be kind nope. to others. Um, and so, um, you know, my That's car was nice. 10 years old and it started to fall apart. Parts of it started to fall off. And, uh, I was driving around without a handle a window handle. Remember when you have to roll down windows? Oh yeah. Yeah. So my handle fell off and I took my car (laughs) in for something else and he replaced my handle and I got in my car and I have a new handle. And I was like, Hans, you didn't have to do that. And he goes, I just keep them around in case people need them. So, I mean, he went above and beyond the call of duty. So that was my, the second lesson was always do more than you're asked for. Mm -hmm. And then we had a conversation one day when he was, he talked about being a Nazi soldier and I can still see the way his shoulders slumped and the way he, he, the shame on his face when he said, and I'm going to say a bad word here, but he said, I loved that son of a bitch. And he was, Hans was such a good man. He was such a good man, but he fell in love with a demagogue because that demagogue convinced a whole country to do horrible, horrible things. And he fell in line with that. So what I learned, the most important thing I learned was that even super really amazingly awesome men, people can fall for demagoguery. And that, that was the hardest lesson I think to learn because mm-hmm. you think that people are, people are good at their very core, but anybody can fall for something that isn't so good. False idols. Yep. <clears throat> yep. I understand that. Those are great, 
great story. It's really hard to say that no, story I can without tell crying. You. I, I can tell you because it, it means a lot to <laughs> it you. It does. It does. And it makes you go back in your mind and you remember. And I'm 47 years old, so that story has been in my mind for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. Some things make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you are a very kind, paid for. You're always smiling. And I know, you know, everybody has hardships in their life. And of course, you have had your challenges as well. Um, but you're always paying it forward. You know, people, uh, you never know what kind of impact that you have on people. I was a Girl Scout leader for 10 years and we went to some event in downtown Houston and there was a homeless person on the corner and I had a sandwich in my bag and I rolled down the window and I handed the sandwich to the homeless person with a bunch of Girl Scouts in the back of my car. And a few years later, one of the girls repeated that story to someone in front of me. And I had no idea that that was going to make that big of an impact. You know, that simple act of kindness. You make a lot of impact. And that's what people don't realize. The simple smile can make someone's day. You know, they might be having a really crappy day and just being nice to people. So um, we're going to have to take a break in a minute. But uh, and then we'll come back for another couple of minutes. But uh, you also have something on here that uh, follow up. Oh, yeah. Most. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Most salespeople, people in sales don't realize that it takes between five and eight touches for somebody to come back and buy from you. What do you mean by touches? Um, Text messages, phone calls. Some way of contacting and communicating. Some some exposures. Right. So an exposure can be, you know, a Facebook post that they see. Mm -hmm. An exposure can be, you know, a call that you make to them. Uh, an it's ad true. that they receive People in the take mail. a long time. Well, especially in my business, they don't just go, oh my gosh, you're a PR person. Let's go do business. Yeah. No, no, no. It's about relationships and you have to call and they got to get it. And then they have to understand because a lot of people don't even know what public relations is. No. So, but yes, it takes, it takes uh, three to 10 touches and storytelling is very important. Um, and you shouldn't just give them your business card. You should have a relationship first. Exactly. Although I'm not sure I would just leave my business cards at home because you just, well, you okay. Know. So the reason why, <laughs> the reason why I can leave my business cards at home is because I use this app on my phone that I can, I can send them my information right on the fly. And I know that we're, we need to go to commercial. So if you want to come back, I can share that when we come back. Yes. Let's, uh, let's go to a commercial. I'm Margie Taylor with Conroe Culture from downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio. We will be right back. We are looking for sponsors. Do you want to partner with Conroe Culture? Contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture for current rates and statistics of our listenership. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio, the Conroe Culture News Show. I'm your host, Margie Taylor, and we are having a conversation with Candice Rodarte, and she's giving us a lot of great tips to help you in your business, and I think she wanted to tell us a little bit more. Well, you asked me why I don't care, or you said that you wouldn't carry business cards in your purse, and the reason why I don't is because I use an app on my phone um, that does my follow-up for me. 
So when I'm out in out and about and I meet a new person and I hit it off with them, and I, I, I will not do this with a complete stranger. I have to hit it off with them first. I will actually take a selfie with that person ah, and I will put it on the front love of it. I will put it, uh, I will open up the app in my phone. I'll put the photo on the cover of a, of a, biz, of a greeting card and then I'll type them a cute little message with my phone number saying that I would love to get together for coffee and I'll send that card to them along with maybe a two pack of brownies. And so the app does all the work for me. And it takes me about one or two minutes to and make And what the is card. that app? It's called Send Out Cards. Okay. So, and I, I, I started using it about five years ago to send thank you cards to our custom furniture clients. And it was so successful. Um, what I did with our custom furniture clients was I put a little note in the card saying that we would love, to, you can also use a website. So the, in, the, in the cards to my custom furniture clients, I'd put a little note in there that says, we would love to see a picture of your furniture in your home. And they would send, the clients would send me pictures of their furniture in their home with, along with a testimonial. And so because of send out cards, we were able to um, harvest is the only word I can use for this because it was a harvest. It was a seed that was planted and then mm-hmm. I harvested it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we harvested dozens of testimonials with gorgeous pictures of furniture in people's homes. And those pieces of furniture, those pictures of furniture sold the furniture for us. Oh yeah, that's a home run. So yeah, Fabulous. so uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, and I, with my furniture clients, I used a, um, caramel candies as the gift that I would send. But so for about $15, I was able to get thousands of dollars worth of free promotion. That little act of kindness, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So uh, we're going to have to get on with my next guest, Russ Bell here in a minute, the other geek who's sitting here next to you. But so how can people connect with you, Candace? What is the best way? You can find me at Gratitude Geek on Facebook or Instagram. I don't do any of the other social media because like I said, I like belly to belly. So Instagram and Facebook are the two ways to find me. And it's Gratitude Geek. And then my website is gratitudegeek.info. Yes. And you also have a phone number? It's 936-718-7099. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. I had a blast. Well, I'm glad you did. I did as well. It's always fun and interesting to hear new things. And plus having you on the show as a uh, friend of mine. For years. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and straight introduce Russ Bell. Russ, you need to put your microphone on. Um, lift it on. Put the headphone on. Okay, you ready, Russ? You are. You're. We're ready to roll. Testing Russ. One, two, three. Okay, Russ. <laughs> um, who are you? <laughs> who am I? What do you do? I, uh, I actually, I'm the owner of an IT support company for small businesses. And uh, I, you know, I, I want to say before, uh, before Candace leaves, amazing guest and everything that she said is so spot on. In fact, I sat here and learned some things as well about send out. And cards. you took notes. I, yes, I did take notes. You guys noticed? Yes. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Uh, this lady really knows what she's talking about. And I, I'm very impressed Candace. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, I am an IT support specialist and um, it's getting really bad out there and uh, I had two top secret clearances back in the day one with the CIA one with Department of Defense and that was uh, impetus of what's happening because I got this letter in the stories right talking about stories about stories yes I, I got this letter from the Office of Personnel Management and Budget now when you've had former clearances and you get a letter from them it's never good never and basically they said, sorry, but somebody broke into our computer system and stole all the information that you supplied when you applied for these top secret clearances. 
we hope that's not going to be of any inconvenience to you. And we'll give you a couple of years of privacy, uh, you know, the thing that they check to make sure you haven't been uh, hit with the privacy hit. Bam, we'll give you a couple of years of that for free. I'm like, okay, that doesn't really make me feel good. And so, wow. yeah, and so, uh, you know, I'm thinking, okay, if it can happen to the OPMB, Office of Personnel Management and Budget, it, it can happen to darn near anybody. It, pretty much. You know, so even I, when you have those little lock things that say secure, is that, tell me, you know what I'm talking about? The little lock things on your, on your website? You know, at, at the bottom of the screen that says you're in a secure site? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so basically, uh, great question. It's actually part of what I talk about in my presentation, my seminars. The, uh, it has HTTPS across the top. Uh, the S, a lot of people think, stands for secure, and it's close. Uh, interestingly enough, back in 2011, they found out that there was really a problem with that protocol, the secure protocol called SSL, and, mm -hmm. people, and it really wasn't secure for X number of, of months. Ouch. So mm -hmm. how many times did we go to our bank? Right. And all of these different places and, and give our private information and stuff like that. And then, of course, how many times do we use the same password? Forty percent of the people in the country use the same password. So once I know your password, I'm going to guess it might be the same for your bank. It might be the same for you name any of your financial institutions or any of your sites, your Facebook, your social media accounts. Scary. That is very scary. So how did you've been involved in working with technology for a very long time? Yeah, since I was 14 years old. I'm 54, and in 1978, 79, Radio Shack had a, a device called a TRS-80 microcomputer, 16K of RAM. And now we're talking 16 gigs of RAM. That's like an order of magnitude times an order of magnitude. I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different world. Uh, back in the day with, with mainframes, and that's when I had my first uh, top-secret clearances after I got out of school. Bam, we got into the mainframe world where there's mainframe computers, and you had rooms like the IRS in, in West Virginia had a whole bunch of, of space, wide-open space. It's like a football field long with less storage than we have now on our cell phone. Right. I remember those rooms, and they had to keep them real cold too. Yeah. Didn't oh, they? oh gosh, I was I was so thin. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like about 137 pounds when I got out of high school, six foot three. You can kind of see that. Imagine what that looks like. And I was the guy chosen to go underneath the floor when it was freezing cold to run these cables to all the different <laughs> places. Oh, drove me drove me crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, lots of stories on that. So you have a business called the Best Geeks. Yeah, I have a business, uh, and, you know, to me today, that's not important. We're talking, Candace talking about giving, you talking about giving. I'm watching businesses fold and die because they're not prepared. Uh, I'm watching people's information go away. You know, the, let's say the, the pictures of the grandkids, the movies, all that stuff. I'm watching it disappear. On a what do you mean basis. disappear? Well, you know, I'm watching viruses get in. I'm watching the ransomware happen. Ransomware, Remember yeah. the ransomware last month, WannaCry in, in May? You know, and all of that and how it, how it came about and all the stuff that it, you know, all the computers and the people that hit 150,000 different machines across, I think, 149 countries. Just, it blew it all away. And people weren't doing some things, A, to try to prevent it, which was keeping their updates, uh, keeping their programs updated because there was some, there was one 
It happened in May and in March when the update came out from Windows that would have stopped it. Mm -hmm. And then they just don't put the updates on, and so they were attacked. But what we're finding out is people are getting hit. They don't, they don't understand what's going on. They think that because they're a small business that no one's going to come after them, right? They're not General Electric. They're, they're not IBM. So who's going to go after them? And 90% of the attacks that are happening on the Internet are to small business owners, yet all the small business owners think no one would ever touch me. It, it won't touch them. But let, let me, I got something I got to tell you. Um, I give some seminars around the area to try to, to educate some people. There is something, Margie, when you were growing up, did your parents explain to you that there was no such thing as a free lunch? I, ever, I knew that. You yes. ever hear that? Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, it's so, so true in the Internet now, yep. okay, because – you think about it. If you can remember the first time that you maybe had a Google account or you went to Gmail or you went to Facebook or whatever, there was a little checkbox at the bottom underneath what they call terms of service. Mm. It said it, term, terms of service. All of us just check it and move on, right? We don't have time. Some of the terms of service are 59,000 words long. That's longer than the book Hamlet, okay? Google, their terms of service, you have to dig for it, okay, when they talk about their privacy settings. They say here, and I'm going to read it off my thing because it, I have to read it. You give Google and those we work with a worldwide license to use, host, store, reproduce, modify, create derivative works, adaptations, or other changes we make so that your content works better with our service. And here's where it gets great. Communicate, publish, publicly perform, publicly display, and my favorite word of all, distribute such content. Scary. Distribute. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, to me, doesn't sound good, right? And I, when I looked at Facebook's terms of service, you would think that if they were going to be totally out in the open about their terms of service, they would put it on the first page of their terms of service so you don't have to go scrolling for it. Five document levels deep. I click on one document that talks to another document that talks to five levels deep. I finally found wording eerie similar to what they have on Google, basically saying you don't really have any privacy. That it's all ours. We can distribute or do what we want. Oh, yeah, you can distribute, do what you want, but they can do whatever they want, too. And, yeah. and, and they do. And they, they do. do. And, you know, I heard something um, today when I was preparing for the radio show that Google reads your Gmail and that they said they will quit reading your Gmail as of today. Did you hear that? I certainly heard that. And I heard that today. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and 25 cents still doesn't buy you a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, let's take a little break okay. and come right back. I'm here with Russ Bell of The Best Geeks, and I'm Margie Taylor. And this is Conroe Culture out of downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to Conroe Culture on FM 104.5 and 106.1 with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR, live streaming on IRLoneStar.com every Monday at noon. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via Conroe Culture. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. 
If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studios. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.